Well, good afternoon, good evening to everyone, one and all. Welcome to another episode of Radio LaForce. I'm here with the inimitable Madsen Acar, and I myself and Bradley LaForce. We're switching it up this week. Yeah, buddy. Starting it out. Not bad. So today we're uh, going to check in with Maz and see uh, see <laughs> what's going on with that uh, lovely sweatshirt. You've got your uh, high visibility on. Yeah, man. Just You're in ready. case. Just in case I get lost. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody else does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's good, man. That's not bad. I, like I did a good yeah, job, that's right? pretty good, yeah. By the way, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. We made it. We did. Happy New Year, everybody. This yeah. is, yeah, episode uh, EP7, the new year. Oh, man. We're in it 2021. Do we have to know what we're doing? What do you mean? Well, because this is episode seven and it's the new year, or can we continue to not know exactly what we're doing? Uh, we're still we're still figuring it out. It's, it's same shit, different year. Grasping at straws. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's going on, man? What's been up with you? Uh, you know, just uh, it's yeah, same shit, different year, man. I mean, it's pretty much borrowed, uh, borrowed bull from from twenty twenty, right? It's what do I was it same soup reheated? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's just it's just that right now. I mean, what it's what is it? The third, the, f- the third, fourth. It's the fourth, right? So you know, we're, we're just getting started, yeah. um, getting getting back into the swing of things, really. You know, true. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I've uh, I'm not feeling. You know, I guess neither here nor there. I am pretty optimistic, though, to be honest with you. I like yeah. to think that things are happening in such a way that with the vaccines and with the change administration, I think you know there's some things to look forward to. Absolutely, um, and I'm gonna bring it up, even though I don't know if I'm supposed to. But uh, your trailer, I hear, is done, and there's oh, some yeah. some things going on with the film process that might be uh might be awesome. We're, you know, yeah, so it's, you know, for those of you who don't know, it's, you know, I, I just finished a short film and, and it's right now in the festival circuit and uh, we're very, very excited about that. Something also look forward to this year. It was literally, I mean, we, sh- we shot this thing summer of 2019, mm-hmm. but, you know, 2020 came around and just wiped out all our oh, plans. Yeah. But, uh, you know, for the better. I mean, there was a lot of learning to be done with that film and to, you know, in post and, and throughout the whole process. So the trailer dropped sometime last week, which we were all very excited about. And, uh, you know, onwards and upwards. Festivals. Didn't two friends drop trailers as well at the same time? A few. Yeah. A few, uh, you know, New Year's is a good day to, can we give a shout out to them? Name the films oh, and the man. trailer or the trailer and the person to my, f- to my friend. I, c- I can't, the, uh, f- remember the other one, but to my friend, Isabel Moncade, your, your film, uh, what, what was it called? While he talks looks pretty damn good. We're looking forward to seeing that. And, uh, and to, yeah, to, you know, obviously, uh, sharing that with the world, but, um, yeah, so it's 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 nice. It's really nice to see. If anything to look forward to, it's nice to see friends are really kind of keeping their spirits up and continuing working, especially yeah. with such a change in our industry. You know. Yeah, that's the, for damn the sure. Film biz. I mean, it's just from top from top to bottom, man. Things yeah. are just changing heavy. I mean, part of obviously the precursor that created the cursor that is now what is going on with COVID, obviously, is horrendous. Mm. Um, you know trying to look at silver linings maybe that is a way that the film industry starts to change a little bit um and i know that there is you know given your film and given what has happened over the last couple of days for you i know that you lost somebody that was very you know integral to that process of making sure that um you know valens was able to be created you want to talk a little bit about that yeah sure you don't have to no yeah well (laughs) it's um yeah so so we'll we made the film. We, we, you know, we made the film for for real low budget, and I, I couldn't have done it without a very special uh, uh, producing partner in front of mine, John Carsa. So, 
you know, he was he was my man on the ground in Lebanon where yeah. we shot the film. And um, yeah, unfortunately, his father, uh, who I met just briefly a few times, passed away just yesterday uh, due to complications of COVID. And yeah, it really was just a reality check. You know, I got the news literally today. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's something that you know you you can't prepare for. It comes out of left field. Things things seemed like they were doing fine. You know, for three weeks, and he was recovering until you know it just took a turn for the worse. And yeah. I think if anything, that's just a reminder that this disease is out there. You know, this is no joke, and that this thing is claiming lives daily. Th- yeah, thousands of people are dying daily. Yeah, yeah. Know? So it's <coughs> frightening vaccine or not i think you know we still all all of us ought to remain very disciplined and diligent and, yeah. and responsible towards each other yeah i mean it's whether you believe in this thing or not or whether you feel directly affected or not i just want to take a moment to say that you know again this this is this is affecting everyone globally this is has nothing to do with borders or country or policy or politics this is really something that just has to be addressed and has to be taken seriously uh, because of, you know at, at least in my situation this is the closest to home i've i've had to somebody yeah. you know so i obviously was taking it seriously we were taking we've been taking it seriously we're in new york so it's a very you know it's a very good place if you ask me to be yeah um there's still a lot of idiots out there unfortunately even, even here in town right yeah. but oh no absolutely but it's it's definitely if anything i i would like to wish for people for the new year is that you know you know, fight the good fight. This is not going to be easy right away. The vaccine's not just going to cure this thing, especially with this, you know, mutated strain that yeah. uh, that came out of the UK. It's pretty much, I mean, it's here in the US. I now know it's in Lebanon as well. Yeah. Uh, where people, I think, by the thousands, two to three thousands are, are either, you know, uh, being afflicted by COVID or, or, or losing their lives. And it's just, again, something that just the discipline, we have to remain disciplined. Yeah, I, <coughs> I think the... You know, when I look at that situation, it is always painful when it uh, you get to, you know, watch it and it feels like it's television or a movie. You know, you're watching it from the outside and it hasn't directly affected you. And it is really a, that punch in the face when somebody, you know, comes down with it and, you know, takes that turn and, mm. and does that. Um, I think that you're exactly correct. We need to take care of each other and take care of ourselves. And I think part of that is just recognizing that this is the new reality. And if you have to wear masks, then you do wear masks. And even if it is, you know, terrible that you want to go and party and you go and you're basically using the COVID test, like a, (laughs) like a, you know, like a get out of jail free pass or something. Exactly. And, and I understand it. I I think somebody tweeted the other day, um, you know, stop using the COVID uh, test like it's a, a pregnancy test to go and party. Uh, <laughs> and it, yeah, I get it. I, I understand the tweet, but I also get the mentality of we're you know, humans are gregarious and yeah. we want to go out and do things. You know, I've been struggling with how do I talk to my friends who have been traveling during this time period? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's safe. I don't think it's wise. I, in fact, I think it's um, unfortunately pretty entitled. Yeah. And, uh, you know, why? Why can't you wait? 15 months to travel and people are i i just read about this too people are using the vaccine as that like you know they're now you know planning these extravagant trips now because we have a vaccine yep that really hasn't been proven 
and not to mention hasn't yeah. been you know widely distributed at the numbers that you know yeah we i mean the vaccine's been. efficacy has been proven oh sure, and i think sure. that i think that's one thing that we should be you know everybody sits around and people on especially talking heads which i think we're now included in that group everybody likes to sit around and, and you know proselytize and be a pundit on if this if that you know what i'm gonna leave that to the doctors yeah. i'm gonna leave that to the cdc i'm gonna leave that to the people who know what the hell they're talking about 100%. though you know and that being said the vaccine is safe and there is efficacy in it it works the problem is is we don't know how long it will work for mm -hmm. so we might have to get boosters we might have to get it constantly so this idea that the world hasn't changed is you know every we're just gonna have to drag the rest of the idiots kicking and screaming with by their hair to our level we're just have to pull them up to our level yeah and it's frustrating but just like you said people are using it as that silver bullet because yeah. everybody wants a silver bullet nobody wants to do the incremental slow time build to fix the problem they just want to go yep it's done right and yeah it's really unfortunate i'm I know we're, you know, construction business. I think we're phase two for the vaccine. Sure. So I'm pretty excited about getting it. It's not going to really change how I'm reacting or doing, and I'm still not going to travel, even though I desperately want to. Right, right. You know, I just don't see why <clears throat> the travel has to happen. I really don't. I feel like that is just a high level of entitlement that you're putting yourself, all those people that are dealing with your travel at risk, and it, to me, smacks of... It's not essential workers, it's essential work. And we don't care what the body is in the suit. We just want to have that essential work done. And mm -hmm. so it's uh, for me, it's, it seems like a pretty distinct level of disrespect. Yeah. Which I just, I'm ha like I said, I'm having trouble. I'm, uh-oh, I'm bringing it up in public instead of bringing it up to them privately. Yeah, shoot, bro, bro. shoot, shoot. But <clears throat> I was going to say, yeah. what, what are you, what are you, uh, what are you most looking for? I know we touched on this perhaps last episode, but what are you most looking forward to now that we're in 2021? Um, I mean, uh, honestly, I'm just hoping that I don't, I don't want it to go back to normal. I don't need it to go back to normal because I think when people refer to normal, they're referring to the past. Mm. I would like it to go back to successful. I'd like it to go back to <coughs> livable, mm -hmm. uh, where I can go to a party. I can go to a bar. I can do these things. And yes, even if it is with heightened restrictions, you know, yeah. you go with a mask, you still social distance, the occupancy is less, you get a COVID test, you have to have a COVID test to go in, whatever it is, fine. Then that's what we have to do. Right. Um, and I hope that the leadership adheres to that. So if the, if that's what has to happen, then leadership's leadership says, okay, we're just going to pump out, you know, a billion COVID tests as fast as we can. And, Actually, I want to kind of draw back really fast. I think that that's something that people are for some reason ignoring. Uh, if you give all the scientists on the planet all the money in the world to come up with something, this is how fast things get come up with. Mm -hmm. you, they, they've been working on this for years. So COVID is not new. SARS viruses and vaccines are not new. This right. is something that they've been working on diligently, but they didn't have to put the pedal down and go. And now they were able to put the pedal down and go and all the money they could ever want was thrown at them to make sure that this testing was happening. Yeah. And I feel like it's a perfect opportunity to people to stop staring right in front of their face, open their eyes and look at what science can do for you. Look at what science can do when borders and politics aren't involved and when we're actually trying to progress the human race mm -hmm. and save them. Yeah. And that, is the part to me that I don't understand why even the anti-vaxxers or the anti-maskers, I don't get it. I'm like, 
can't you just accept the fact that this is kind of an like that was amazing how quickly they did that yeah that's phenomenal you know forget all the total crazies who think that you're they're going to get a microchip from it as they tweet off of their <laughs> phone that has their their you know their what what is the, uh their uh exact you know location turned on like they've it's already right. signed up for it exactly i mean um, yeah I, I i agree and i mean i have some friends too who you know they they battle. They battle with the masks. They battle with uh, uh, the restrictions now imposed, and they, you know, scream Bill of Rights and all this stuff. And it's just like it kind of goes back to the discipline. I mean, I'm, I'm talking close friends. I mean, it's like yeah. painful how inner circle they are because it's like, guys, this is nine months. Cool yeah. it. You have people that you know your actions directly affect. Yeah. Let's let's you know just wear the damn thing. Yeah. You know, the, we all are. I mean, we're all in this boat together. What yeah. makes you so special? I know. I have. I. I it you know blows I mean? my mind. Forget your knowledge on government and politics. None of that's going to save you. Yeah. You know, you'll still end up in the hospital. Yeah. And it's just that's that's again. It's it's the the the. the there's such a and I don't know what it is and I think it's psychological because I can't tell you I can't pin I can't put my finger on what makes people like that, make those kind of choices or think that way. A high level of narcissism and a low level of intelligence or not intelligence a low level of. Uh, critical thinking. That's a good way. Yeah, I mean, that's it. all it boils down to. Yeah. <clears throat> if you don't want to look past the what your direct effect on people, then yeah. you're not going to. And also, there are just people who are assholes. Well, like I had an aunt literally because I was, you know, I was talking to people back home, uh, home <laughs> Lebanon, yeah. you know, about about this unfortunate situation with my friend's father, and you know, they were saying uh, I had another cousin who just got engaged again. <laughs> And, you know, apparently she was having an engagement party and talking and, and you know, my aunt, her mother was saying like, you know, inviting, you know, <laughs> members of, uh, of my immediate family over, which they declined immediately. Yeah. And, and she was like, oh, no, but it's just going to be close family, close family and friends. OK, like that's what like that's going to that's that's going to bring you immunity from COVID. <laughs> like, oh, just keep it close. It's this kind of mentality, this this brazen attitude towards something that you think. Because even, you know, even when it's like, like you said, even when you take a test, a PCR test, even when you get a vaccine, I mean, okay, the vaccine aside, but you take the test, mm -hmm. you're, you're at risk the moment you leave that clinic, mm -hmm. you know, who cares whether that moment said that that was going to be a negative, you know, yeah. and I just hope more people understand that more people think in terms of this. Does it suck to be at home? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's not the it's not the most ideal. I miss being outside. I was in town today because, you know, for an errand I had to. I was there for the first time in like four months. Yeah. But and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm outside. Yeah, it was fresh amazing. air or as fresh as it could through, a you know, <laughs> K95. Yeah. But it was it, you, you just. Hey, man, that filters it so you get the good oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not forever is my point. You know what I mean? And if we could if we could just put our egos aside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or just change the time scale. Fine, keep the ego, but change the time scale and realize it's five months or ten months or twenty months of your life. Right. It's twenty months of your life. There are you're fine. You're gonna survive, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. And actually if you would social distance, you'd have a much better chance of survival Absolutely. and everybody around you'd have a better chance of survival. It just is very strange that there's that disconnect. But it is and yeah. it's there and we're all especially i feel like in the u.s paying the price for it so it's been it's gonna it's i don't i mean i feel like this is what happens though when you don't have clear leadership 
that's another thing. I agree with you. Of, if anything, I, I, I have no interest in getting into the politics of this, um, but, uh, as in bipartisan tr- Democrat versus Republican. I honestly, shoot yourself in which foot. Just pick one. But the leadership was 100% just all over the board. Oh, all yeah. of them. The administration, Congress, everybody. The only person that was actually clear and backed up relatively clearly until they kept on wiping out all the people there was Dr. Fauci and the CDC. Sure. Everybody else was like, oh, what? Uh, huh, what? Uh. And there was no clear guidelines, no clear leadership, and everybody was left to fend for themselves. So governors were left to fend for themselves and then pressured politically. Mayors, same thing. Yeah. You have all these local governments <coughs> not given the financial sport, not given any sort of clear, direct guidelines. And so what do you have? You have bedlam. Yeah. You have abject bedlam. And it means it, it. that's why this has been a complete and utter disaster. And I think the thing that an audience, I call this a prediction. Be very clear. You don't stack $3 trillion in debt and give it to a bunch of rich people because they're going to pay it back. They're not paying it back. So one of two things are going to happen. You either have a war or you have inflation. Those are the only two ways that you get this market back to normal. Either one of those happen. Mm -hmm. The little people, small businesses, entrepreneurs, artists, we're the ones that pay for it. Not the rich people. They're just going to see their balance sheet shift a little bit. So I'm assuming it'll be not until mid-summer. But the economic tsunami of disaster will smash into this country and it'll be a nightmare. And the really frustrating part is that the banking system and the financial institution institutions are fine with it and they know it's going to happen and they are totally stoked because it means that real estate prices are going to get depressed and they're going to snap up everything just mm. like they did in 08 where they bought up all the residential. Now with all the commercial that's going to be empty, the, literally buildings that were worth a billion dollars are going to be probably bought for a hundred mil. 120 yeah. mil. So if you're sitting on $50 billion, you're going to be able to buy it most of Manhattan. Sit it in all different kinds of companies. It's all economic disaster zone or economic recovery zone. So you're going to be able to take a huge tax write-off. And now you're the only landlord around. This is what is exactly going to happen. Right. So predicting this, this is what's going to happen. Keep a careful eye on it because that's they're fine with it. Then the banks always win. Even if you default and foreclose, they're like, oh, no. Or right, I'll just take that. <laughs> And it, you know, it's, <clears throat> so it almost feels like that is the conspiracy. Mm-hmm. You know, the con- it wasn't that we didn't have clear leadership. It was that whoever and whatever is pulling the strings, we'll just pretend I hate to get conspiratorial, but specifically wanted that to happen. Because if that happens, then there's a, you know, when there's blood in the streets, you make money. Yeah. And that's what's happening right now is sure, blood in the streets. Sure. So if you have money, you're just going to make a pile of it. Yeah. And it's really frustrating to watch <clears throat> and you know the the different terminologies that are used even in the um uh by media are you know in that same place the stimulus package that's my money it's not a stimulus package that's my taxes yeah the payments to the citizens you know it's it's the same thing when they talk about police or they talk about terrorism or whatever it is you know if it's a white dude he's just crazy it's never, he's a goddamn terrorist. You know, dude who blew up Nashville. Uh, Nashville yeah. He's a terrorist. There's no other word for that. And you mentioned, because I, I also had to dig for that. That's the funny thing. I yeah, had to like, a blip. Yeah, I had, blip. To, I had to literally research that. That did not show up on my radar until yeah. days after the fact. It's insane. Blip, white dude, it's fine. We don't talk about that. He was just disturbed. 
Uh, it's insane. Like how they, you know, like the, I think that, you know, I think it's true. Your syntax and your cadence, uh, you know, they really make your reality. And so we make sure that that reality is, you know, brown people are evil and white people are just disturbed yeah. and they really need care. And it's like, what, <laughs> what, what? Like, it just blows my mind. I mean, it, it, it is mind boggling. And I think it's, you know, with all the, with all the social justice issues going on in this yeah. country right now and I'm, we'll just stay with this country but is it is it leading us somewhere is it actually and i think it is i think slowly i do i 100 percent. it's changing right we're changing things things are getting better and I, I i do believe this yeah it just is happening so slowly which is so annoying it yeah. doesn't have to take time it doesn't i was actually listening you know always know the people that you are fearful of or annoyed with um, so I was listening to Joe Rogan, like little snippets of him. Oh my God. And he said two things that I was, I just was kind of blown away by. He was saying that, um, guys always have to, he, I can't remember. I'm paraphrasing terribly. Yeah, sure. Guys have to fight against, uh, whatever they're told to do or something like that. And then the other one was, uh, uh, if you wear a mask, you're a bitch. Joe Rogan said this. Yeah. <laughs> and, it was, uh, it it was insane. First of all, but the second thing, just that statement sure, alone, man. like these, the ideas of masculinity, um, not being able to change, and it has to, excuse me, stay in that environ of um, uh, fear, uh, anger, and violence, mm -hmm. and there's just no other emotion involved, is just insane to me. It's the same thing of you know using different pronouns, like. Yeah, it's difficult for me. I actually have to like remind myself to do that. Somebody wants to be referred to as they them. I have I have to remind myself because it is just strange to hear in my head. Mm -hmm. Why is that a problem? No, it's not. It, yeah, why like why I'm a not to tangent but to kind of bring it in like, you know, I'm astounded at the pope. Like I'm not a big fan of religion, but the Pope keeps on coming out with amazing statements yeah. where he's like, respect your gay and lesbian neighbors, I know, I know. respect your neighbors and wear masks. Don't gather. You are not being Christ. Like if you don't gather, I'm like, who is this dude? What yeah. is going on right now? <laughs> yeah. What is it? Francis? Yeah. He's I'm nailing like, it. How is he making so much sense? I love this guy. And you know, I feel nailing like, th yeah, those are the kind of leaders that we want. Those are the kind of thought leaders that we yeah. want. And it's just really funny how there are so many people who are stuck with the ideas that were produced between 1600 and 1700. And they, they literally don't even recognize or 1800. They don't even recognize that they are basing all their beliefs off of that. Yeah. That they are just super stoked by it. You yeah. know, I, it like it just blows my mind. Be, you know, phrenology was a thing. We really believed lumps on your head could dictate you were a good person, a bad person, an addict, blah, blah, blah. Then it was women's brains were smaller, you know, like all these things were objectively disproved by science. Mm. And we think we're in a, a a renaissance age. Like maybe we're not. We might actually be in a real dark age. Yeah. And we just think we're not. <laughs> I think I think there's I mean, they were building giant cathedrals in the 1400s after the Black Plague, you yeah. know, or the Black Death. Even during it. During it. They must have thought they were killing it. Yeah. I don't think they thought they were in a dark ages they were probably like yeah we got this down we just love jesus <laughs> that dude's baller and we're gonna build big giant stone things yeah 
science. And I think we're in the same place. Like it just, you know, the algorithm, I think that's the thing that tells me, I think that we're in the dark ages algorithms I know you everything tell me about this go yeah. well how are we doing on time we have time we have okay time. We like algorithms man they are the devil they are they need to be regulated <clears throat> you can't write an algorithm without it being biased you just can't people are going to be involved uh, there was a great example uh a uh just after the vaccine came out, we got our first shipments. I can't remember which hospital it was, but a hospital literally put together an algorithm to make sure that the f- most necessary people got the vaccine first. Weirdly enough, chairman of the board and the entire board of directors and all of the people that are not on the ground, not working directly with COVID patients, they came up as numbers one through like 50 for the vaccines. Wow. And then were vaccinated. Wow. <laughs> you know, Mark Rubio who doesn't even think this thing is real, got vaccinated. Like, what is going on here? Like, you know, even in your news feed, the algorithms that start feeding you news, they just put you in your own echo chamber. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure that just like nuclear weapons, algorithms should absolutely be hard, hard regulated. Yeah, I mean, brutally regulated because they along with AI are what are dangerous for our population. It's not the AI. I don't, I'm not scared of AI. What I'm scared of is the a, the AI being uh, tricked by the algorithm to make bad decisions. Sure. That's what I'm worried about. And if you have some idiot writing them out, even if some brilliant person writing the algorithms, they're still going to come out. They're still going to be biased somewhere in those spaces. I don't want anybody, ha- God forbid, even the president having the keys to the, you know, the bombs, but just, it's that dangerous. Like to me, that's how dangerous it is because yeah. those are what dictate how you get healthcare in this, this country, how you get access to credit, how you get access to housing, all, all these things you have to have, you know, the idea of a credit score pretty much specifically keeps out minorities and low income people. If you're on a cash and cash daily basis, or you are paid hard paycheck to paycheck, you are never, not never, it is going to be the exception to the rule that you're able to build credit, mm-hmm. which means building wealth, which yeah. means building equity in your community. You're not going to be able to do that because you are surviving paycheck to paycheck. So that is specifically written to make sure to keep the rest of those people out so that the rest of us inside can make sure that we have our lovely lives and get away with what we want to. Unbelievable. And that to me is the first step of the algorithm doing damage, hard damage. And then as it becomes more complex and it becomes more, uh, it's able to delve even deeper. It just, all it does is just separate more and look, it just looks like it's not as dangerous. That's all it is, but it's still just as dangerous. You know, a knife is a knife. They're all dangerous. It doesn't matter if it's a pocket knife or a chef's knife. You can still do damage and injure yourself with it. Respect it. Use it wisely. Be kind to it and be very careful with it. It's the same thing with these algorithms. They are dangerous they are doing stuff to our world that we don't i don't think we realize the ramifications of right and i don't think we will for like another decade and then in another decade we're going to be like whoa we did that whoa oh god that's bad yeah and it's you know yeah it scares me it genuinely scares me yeah i mean the only thing i would add to that is that uh, you know, it does feel like it makes us all a bit more lazy. 
you know, when things are literally just brought, brought to you and you're not, you're, you're in a position where you can't go out and yeah. seek as much, you know, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. Like you said, being thrown in your own echo chamber. I think there's a definite, I think it's super dangerous. I agree. Yeah. If you're not searching on your own, then you're not exercising that muscle. Mm-hmm. And if you're not exercising that muscle, it's like the whole travel thing. Everybody wants to travel. What the hell are you actually doing? What the hell are you actually doing? Like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but even my friends, like, I see their pictures from travel. Most of them, they couldn't speak a lick of the language after they got back. They couldn't tell me what local, like, they couldn't even barely tell me what a local delicacy was. Mm -hmm. Most people I know who travel, they will try not even the tip of the iceberg. They try the palatable tip of the iceberg, the part that they're okay with. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, then why the hell did you go to Thailand when you can't, you won't even try Thai food? Why are you going to Hong Kong? Why are you going to, you know, Mont- Liberia? Where, wherever you're going, why are you going there? And you haven't even learned. You haven't even gone to a like, a local market. You haven't even bought some like fresh vegetables. Yeah. You know what? What? What are you doing? You're not traveling. You're literally basically taking your living room with you and then just smushing it down in somebody else's space and be like, "Cool, this is beautiful. Oh my god, I love this." Yeah, yeah, you can totally serve me. No, no, great, great. I want a burger and a cocktail. Yeah, like all the... What the fuck is the difference? Just stay in New York, like, you asshole. Like, what are you doing? So I just, I, like, I... Well, you don't have New York strip steak? Yeah, I'm, like, (laughs) starting to get really disenfranchised with people who love to travel. And, you know, I'm I'm on, uh, I'm I'm single, I'm on Twitter, or Tinder, and everybody, male and female, travel, 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 and then everyone swallowed it, and it's... The sad part is it's almost always somebody who is not from this country. They speak three or four languages or five languages. Mm-hmm. Great. But everybody else is like, oh, I went here this year and I went there. I want to go to this place. And I'm like, oh. I tell you what, just give me like three words in Arabic or like give me two words in Farsi or whatever it is. Just just give me two. Tell me something about their civilization. Yeah. What's the capital? Right. <laughs> Learn nope. <something>. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope. And it just, so I'm like, you know, Mark Twain, I think was, he was a big uh, supporter of travel. And I think that's great, but it's travel to learn something, Mm -hmm. right? You're supposed to go and engage with the locals, not just go there to be served by them and take pictures of their geographic location, which seems to be all the travel that's supposed to grow you. That's all it's turned into Yeah, is it has to be super Instagrammable. And for the love of God, don't make me learn about your traditions. Or if you do, like I said, it has to be the palatable side. It has to be like the nice and like, okay, you guys are going to do a little dance for me. Great. Yeah. So gross. Yeah. So gross. Like, ugh. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you, man. I hear you. It's, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, well, I'll I'll ask you this. Looking forward into, uh, now that we're in 2021, Mm -hmm. I have to ask what your, you know, and whether you have an answer or what you've thought about this or not. Now's, sure. it, now's the time to spill it. Okay. Um, but what is your, uh, what's, what's your new year's resolution? Uh, <clears throat> totally. I've definitely spent a lot of time thinking about, nope. <laughs> um, I don't really have one. Okay. I, I, I have one for my business. I want my business to be, um, so to get out of small business, you have to make 5 million a year. That's about the average in the U S where credit card companies, banks, all those will stop treating you as a small business and they start treating you like a corporation. Sure. Um, so that's a goal. I have no idea if I'm going to hit it. If I take last year as a uh, marker, I 100% won't. <laughs> we got decimated last year, and I think we did. I think everybody did, yeah. Yeah, I think we did um, 
of mm. the business we did in 2019. Wow. So that was really painful. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to getting a paycheck this year. So that's a New Year's resolution. Yeah, I'd like well. to get a paycheck uh, before six months pass without one. That would be amazing. Mm. Um, so yeah, I want my. I would like to get out of small business status and make it to corporate status so I can start hopefully doing more damage to the shitty system that exists because fight from within. Mm -hmm. That's just the easiest way to do it. And it's um, usually really, really effective. Um, Definitely need to stretch more (laughs) and work out more because I'm a super slacker. Uh, I think that's, that's about it. I don't have any travel plans. Right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I really want to somehow have this podcast take off. And I want to talk more about the recycling project, and I want that to become a thing. I want people to start looking at um, garbage as a a viable product that has a financial um, attachment mm-hmm. so that we can start getting rid of it. That would be my stretch goal yeah. for, for 2021. And beyond that, just hopefully survive and bring as many people along with me who can survive so yeah get to corporate status don't fire anybody only hire people hopefully people start thinking about garbage like a a process that needs to make money instead of it just being garbage and um stretch more brilliant what about you brilliant oh man I don't know if I have a list like that. I think the the big one that just comes to mind is take more risks. Fair. I just want to take more risks. I think. I work. hear if you don't wear a mask, it's pretty risky. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not like that. But it's um yeah you know just in work and in life and you know get definitely get my 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 um get back into some solid physical shape. I'm always yeah. a little doughy around the holidays and. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> it's it's just that really, and and galvanizes many of my immediate community as I can I really do believe that you know through the work that I'm invested in that I'm interested in doing it I I really do know that it takes a village yeah you know hell I mean it's just even even if I was to you know even if I call myself a filmmaker it takes a village absolutely I I need I need a crew I need a team to do that you know and um it's not impossible to make a movie on your own but it's not as rewarding if you ask me you know and so yeah um much like much like you, I want to really kind of change the way people think about certain things, especially within film and uh, and um, yeah, and 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 build that build that bond, build that community stronger. Than Absolutely, ever. especially the indie. Yes, that, that indie crew, you know. Hell yeah, man! Lots of guerrilla filmmaking this year. A lot of it, yeah, a lot of it, and that's the thing. I'm excited about that. Again, seeing a lot of friends do their own work, and that's I mean that that's fantastic. And to them, I applaud. I mean, a hundred times, but you know, at the end of the day we can do there's so much more that can be done yeah you know in tandem you know and and uh, just like you know our predecessors you know back in the 70s and 80s you know when the, the new the new wave of hollywood as it was changing from studio to indie and then again in the 90s with this new wave of indie filmmaker it's 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 our time i mean if anything you know when we were talking about renaissance earlier i think that to me is where we're at right now it's a very ripe time to be here maybe this is our black plague well, I, I, not I, to be, you know, well, it, it's that, but it's also, I think, a ripe time for the arts. Yeah. You know, and I think now is a great time to really take what we have. Yeah. Band together and take it forward. So if anything, I hope 2021 is that year. Here's hoping audience. We always want comments and engagement in this. So please 
you know, like, subscribe, comment below all the uh, all the clicks. We love tappity tappity click click click. Yeah. On your computer, reward yourself from looking at the medium screen by looking at the small screen by replying on both. <laughs> Follow us everywhere. Um, we're also going to be introducing some short segments in the coming weeks, uh, which is going to be one is going to be called the rabbit hole. Sure. Yeah. I think it's called the rabbit hole. And it's just uh, I'm insane. I love to watch everything on YouTube. So I follow some very weird rabbit holes when I get onto YouTube. So we're going to do little short snippets of how did I get from A to B and see if maybe you like some of the people I, I watch. And maybe you guys can comment on those and, and you know, tell us what rabbit holes you go down. Yeah. Um, and then I think we're going to be talking a little bit more about Made by Actors, which is your passion project that we really want to start getting more involved in, and really talking about the arts and, and how these can move forward. And look forward to guests. Yeah. We still, yeah. More Super guests. exciting. We'll more actually guests. have guests. Most likely it'll just be me and a sock puppet, but <laughs> it's cool. Definitely. <laughs> well, we can't thank you enough, guys. Happy New Year to you. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Have a good one. Ciao.